Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Are here for a reason. Breaking down the brotherhood, one prayer at a time. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right on Radio. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. I am your host. Live right in the real world is the theme of this broadcast. And that's where I show you the real world, both visible and invisible. And you decide how to live in it. You're going to be getting news, views, opinions, and attitudes in this one. And I'm probably going to put an emphasis on attitudes today because I am fired up, man. I got to give you a little bit of a history before I get into this particular topic. If you're a regular follower, thank you for being in the Right On Radio community. If you're new to the program, welcome. In the name of the Lord, this is a faith-based broadcast but we talk about a lot of things and today you're going to be learning about some pure evil in my opinion when in december of 2023 today is the end of near the end of january 24 when i'm recording this i started talking about this new series that was on my heart to do for you because i really think the year of 2024 is a year that a lot of stuff is going to go down, folks. This is going to be edge of your seat. And there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, happening in governments and everything else. And, you know, what's in the news, folks, none of that matters. We could talk about it. Most people want intel. You want to feel good about things. I get it. But a lot of stuff is going to happen. And the fact is, most of the stuff is a psychological operation on you as is the topic we're going to be covering today. So I was teasing this broadcast. It was on my heart. And what was on my heart 
theme for this year of 2024 is prepare for the worst and pray for the best. And what is what's in my mind, and I think I know where we are, according to the book and the timelines, going back and forth between Daniel and Revelation and, you know, a lot of the scriptures that I wanted to paint, you know, do mainly scripture shows and paint a timeline. And again, prepare for the worst, pray for the best was the theme. And I've been searching out God and searching out God, and I just cannot seem to get to it. And then. Earlier this week, I saw a post by one of the admins on our channel. I think I could mention her name. Eve had posted something that about a ministry, and I read it, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And, of course, this is, we're going to be talking about Dan Duval and Bride Ministries, and I'll probably read that post to you later on. And the topic of his, well, this is a Sunday morning service, it looks like, that he's doing, and he's starting a new series called Elementals. And, of course, Elementals is alchemy, folks. And later, the same day, as I was preparing to speak about this, and I've been working on this for days, another video surfaced and was sent to me. And it was like, oh my goodness, you got to see this. And I looked at it, and it's alchemy. And the second video, I think, is even more dangerous than this is. Much bigger reach. And even more deceptive. This one is a little bit easier to see through. And I petitioned God. Many of you don't know this, but when I did that series on alchemy, I struggled, and I thought, what is the audience getting out of this? Why am I going through this? And, you know, the the good thing is I learned how to read through alchemy, and, you know, perhaps God wanted to make me the greatest alchemy decoder in the world, and I could be popular and rich. I don't want it. I don't want to read that stuff. The stuff makes me sick. But I felt led folks and i went through it and then all of a sudden the lord's bringing me back to alchemy and don't tune out this is going to be much different than the first series you're going to get something out of this and the whole premise that was on my heart was i wanted to show people where the church is at today and i can tell you with confidence from prayer and petition to the lord and also communicating with members of our of the prayer team a small group of people that I go and seek for counseling. And the sad state of affairs is this is where the church is at today, and it is dangerous. Now, if it was just a a dispute of doctrine, that's okay. On my last show, I said, you know, Trey Smith, he It's got a different look on doctrine. That's not a salvation issue. This is. In fact, when you look in the Bible, at least to my understanding, you can tell me if there's more, but there's two ways, if you are saved, to lose your salvation. 
The first one is to take the mark. If you take the mark, you're gone. This teaching leads people into the trap to take the mark. I will prove it. The second way for a person who is saved to lose their salvation is to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. I believe that if a Christian starts operating in witchcraft and thinking they are becoming God and acting God-like, believing their God, just like the original lie in the garden, eat of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. And when you fill yourself up with enough of the knowledge of that forbidden tree, the forbidden tree, we are not supposed to go and look at this knowledge. Part of my job description is I have to look at it. I refuse to learn it. I don't want to know how to put cat hair and blood in a cauldron and go, woo, and create some mosquito or something. I want nothing to do with the alchemy. I want nothing to do with this. But God, I firmly believe, wants you to know how great this deception is. Man, I suppose this could turn into a little bit of a series. After all, just not what I expected. But there's a couple more things that I can teach you. And I started on the last program when I was showing Bill Hammond and his infomercial. I started to teach you the techniques of deception that not only lead you down an incorrect path, but they get you to pay for it. You see, it's all about your will and your intention. And if the devil can get a born-again Christian to not only agree with him, pay for it. Would you say that satisfies those two criterias of will and intention? And this is where the church is at today. And I'm not talking about just the saved people who are seeking out God. This guy has a lot of viewers, and he gets a lot of views on his videos because he's going to be out hidden knowledge, and he's teaching you, and he's trying to convince you as a Christian that you should be doing this. You're not fulfilling. You're living small in God. No, you're called to be like God. That's the impetus of this. This is serious, folks. And I'm going to show you just how much disdain this person has for the people who are with him. And I'm going to be posting videos of SRA, Satanic Ritual Abuse Survivors, who have come out against him years ago, and there's many of them, saying that he is not helping. He's learning from it backwards, engineering it, and he's reselling it. And what you're going to see from this 
is that he's selling elementals. He changes the names. It's clever. I'll give him that. He's smart. He's really smart. But I'm going to expose the tricks, the false doctrine, every bit about this. So this is about you and I. So I'm learning this maybe just days ahead of you. Some of it I already knew. I already knew the tricks of the selling techniques. And, and by the way, before you call me a hypocrite because I sell courses, and I'll continue to sell courses because I'm going to start doing conferences and I'm going to sell conferences, you will not see me using these techniques. I know all of these techniques. It was about six years ago when I was a public speaker I was getting, I, I had some talent, I had good material. I was getting encircled by some of the top public speakers in the world. And I paid one of them $10,000 to spend one day with him, one of the top guys in the world. And he let me look behind the magic curtain and he showed me the magic, but I didn't realize we is magic. I thought, okay, it's advanced selling. This is selling at the highest level. It's what I thought at the time. That's why I paid for it. But he even called it magic. And he even told me, I'm going to look you behind the illusion. And I learned it. And I, and I could say this with integrity. When I went out on stage after that, I didn't do it. And I think it was God's safety net on me. Because I was selling, although I was packaging it for a secular audience, it was, it was, I wasn't selling a Christian product, but it was all based on what I had learned about stewardship. And it was actually biblical, <laughs> biblical information, just repackaged, leaving out the praise Jesus, you know, because people wouldn't buy it. So I know this. And I'm going to teach you not how to do it, but how to recognize it. I'm fired up, folks. I've been praying. I'm just going to pray again real quick. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this community. I thank you, Lord, that you love me and you love everyone who you've knitted together in this community. Lord, we pray you expand our community, but we pray, Lord, that you bring the right people. Keep the wrong people out. Lord, and I trust you in this. Lord, I thank you for the training, even when I didn't know I was being trained. Lord, I thank you that you make these things stick out in my mind. They pop out so clearly now. I thank you for your revelation. I thank you that you gave us the name, the narrow path, Lord, because that's what this is all about. This is the protection of your elect. Holy Spirit, I give you full permission to speak through me, Lord. Father, I ask that you guide me. If I say anything that is fleshly, make it abundantly clear to anyone who hears. And Lord, I will accept rebuke, humiliation, whatever it is. But Lord, I know that I am right in this because your book is the definitive answer. 
There is no new revelation, Lord. We don't need the prophets as they did in the Old Testament. Because, Lord, after you died on the cross and sent your Holy Spirit, you gave us a direct connection to you. It is our unfair advantage, and it is unfair, Lord. You're much bigger than all these little devils. Lord, I pray that this comes out clear and people understand it. Minister to each one's heart. Show them, and Lord, I pray that people find your truth and are drawn away from these cults. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I just gotta, you know, if, if there's a doctrinal issue, like, you know, some people, and it just sits top of mind because there was a post yesterday and a guy that's out there and is a good teacher. And, but he doesn't believe in the gifts of the spirit. And you know what? That's not a salvation issue. We can argue that. He can say they ended in the book of Acts. I can say they're still in effect. Oh, in fact, let me show you they're still in effect. I'm going to say something real bold. You want to see the Holy Spirit speaking through someone? Think it's ended? This isn't a new prophecy that's going to be holding someone against the word of God. You want to see someone prophesy? I'm going to prophesy right now. And this one is not aimed specifically at Dan Duval and his ministry team because I pray that they repent. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you right there. I pray they repent, they turn from their evil ways. Stop worshiping mammon and the other gods, whatever they are. But here's a prophetic word. Do not become teachers in large numbers, my brothers, since you know that we who are teachers will incur a stricter judgment. And that's right. It said we. I include myself in that. And I know that I'm going to be judged before God. Well, I'm going to be held accountable for the things I say and I do. But this is to get people back to the word of God. <clears throat> I'm probably not even going to get into his teaching. One of the things that was revealed to me in my study of this, and I've gone through his teaching, unfortunately, a couple times. I could just show you his introduction, and that's enough. And if you want me to move on, let me know in the comments. Well, I'll talk to you a little bit after. Let's get to some of the material. So the premise is, in this first clip I'm going to play you, that Dan Duval just came back from South Africa. He has been away from his church. His church, I guess, didn't know where he was. And the leadership he has established in his church kept it going for a number of weeks. So he's thanking them. And then he makes a joke. And this joke, in my opinion, maybe you'll think it's just funny. Some people in the audience, you'll be able to hear, thought it was funny. But you also hear someone in the audience go, whoa, 
Like, like with the implication, did he just say that? I'll bet you the person who you hear in the audio never came back. And by the way, this guy would shun people for doing something like that. So let me start off with his ice-breaking joke. And yeah, the name of the video is Elementals, Creations, and the Sons of God, Part 1. If you want to get ahead, you can watch it. Guard your spirit, folks. This is highly deceptive. And, oh, by the way, he really misquotes scripture. You'll see. You know, just like the one on Thursday night in the last program, or was it Tuesday night? The last program, yeah, Tuesday, where the guy was reading about the synagogue of Satan, how they're not charismatically and prophetically. He changed the words to the scripture while he's looking down in his Bible. Judgment's coming. So let's listen to his joke at the beginning. And, and you know, I'm so proud. I'm, I'm so proud. You know, it, it, it's always nerve-wracking to go and plant something, right? We, we're a little over a year into this church plant in Katy, Texas. And, you know, it's, it's tempting to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, if I leave, this could all blow up. But the Lord said, I'll take care of it. And I said, yes, Lord. Yes, sir. You know, and, and, and he did. And uh, <laughs> like, oh, am I going to have a church to come back to? Yes. Praise God. <laughs> but the good news is thanks to all of you that support us, right? Even if the church was gone, we still have the building. So we can always. <laughs> we got the building. Thanks for supporting us. But, you know, I was wondering if we even came back, if you'd be here. But it doesn't matter. We got the building. And by the way, you bought it for me. <laughs> oh, he goes on to later to say, and we're going to keep building and building and building. Is he getting so into his kingdom? His kingdom. I'm just going to skip ahead here. So in case you want the timestamps, that was at four minutes and 50 seconds. And now I have fast forwarded to 12 minutes and 48 seconds. And I'm actually going to let it play because I don't want you to think I'm doing selective editing or anything like that. I want you to listen. This is his introduction. It's a little bit long, but I'm going to be interrupting it and teaching you some stuff as we go. They're sorcerers. So so within, within I think, 20, 26 kilometers or something like that of Ermelua, they have seven I'm told seven rivers all have their sources in that spot. So you have all these rivers flowing throughout S South Africa, but they all have their source right in this one spot. And it's it gets like an off the beaten path area. It's not like you would go there to vacation or even go there without a reason. It's just, it is a city. And, and so we went there for the spiritual significance of the region. And one of the cool stories, because we, we did a lot of prayer mapping, we discerned a lot. You had Actually, you know what? I This, got, this gets to, a, to be a significant piece, but I think I want to go back and just go through the whole intro. So I'm just going to go back to his joke, and I'm going to let it play. I'm going to let you listen to everything he says so it's not creative editing and plant something right we're 
a little over a year into this church plant in Katy, Texas. And, you know, it's, it's tempting to be like, yeah, yeah. You know, if I leave, this could all blow up, but the Lord said, I'll take care of it. And I said, yes, Lord. Yes, sir. You know, and, and, and he did. And it's like, am I going to have a church to come back to? Yes. Praise God. (laughs) But the good news is thanks to all of you that support us, right? Even if the church was gone, we still have the building. So we can always. (laughs) (laughs) We got the building. He's serious, folks. He even said it twice. So, you know. Did you hear that? Wow. Right there. It was very faint, but it was right there. God is a provider. God is a provider. And 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 while I was gone, I, I'll tell you this. It, you know, it's interesting when I whenever I go anywhere, I, it just seems to be the case that it's always territorial. It it, it it virtually never happens. And this has been like the whole since 2013, when I took my first trip out of the country to Rwanda, that. I, I would go somewhere and there wouldn't be something territorial to happen. I'm not the kind of minister that just goes in and it's like, okay, yeah, we're just going to evangelize a few people. Or, oh yeah, we're just going to, you know, do a, do some, some healing crusades and just minister to the needs of the people. It's always the land. It's always the land. Even if I'm not aiming for it or targeting it, it's just like, you know, they're, they're targeting me. I, it's like they, you know, I, it's almost like I'm a targeted individual. And it, it's always about the land. We don't, it's not about the traditional stuff, you know, just going and teaching and, you know, getting people saved. No, it's about the land. It's territorial. And he's marked when he comes to town, the enemy shippers. It's like that gunslinger going into an old ghost town. Old wind blows. The demons go and hide. He, it's a marked man. Anybody know what that? that okay. <laughs> <laughs> right but like you know because of what the lord has put on me like it, it, there's a recognition and so when i go into territories it's it's a territorial issue and so we went to south africa and i, I actually went there with a prophetic word and the prophetic word that, that was given to me before i left was daniel when you go to the overseas the land is going to speak to you right that was the prophetic word that i got and so i went i went in 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 south africa and you know is that a new prophetic word? The land is going to speak to you. That's just kind of weird, but you'll know this, how this is about dominion and authority, but oh, it gets much worse. You now we got there in the first few days, we're a little rough going. <laughs> My son Dylan was with us and, you know, you can't explain to a one-year-old a uh, time change and jet lag. Like th- that doesn't, there's no, it's just, it just is what it is. And, you know, there, there, there was grace, but we had to take a few days of recovery. And uh, then, you know, I think it was the, but that, that first week I sat down and I said, well, I got to prepare something for this first conference coming up this weekend. So it was about eight o'clock that night. We had just gotten done with another meeting. And I, I said, okay, now I'm going to sit down. I'm going to prepare. And I, at that moment, tapped into something. It just, it opened up. It just opened up and it began a download. It began a download. And what I mean is I had a blank Word document in front of me. And at this point, that blank Word document has become over 23,000 words of notes on a subject that I previously had not even considered before. Okay. So getting a download from God, I think that's fair. 
I think the way he's describing it, just giving a metaphor, a blank document, and right now it's like 23,000 words. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't think there's anything wrong. But I want you to listen. I think it's this next part. I want you to listen real closely because you're going to hear something pretty wild. And it is the subject of elementals. And and I I mean, it just it just landed. Boom. And, and that was the land and, and really creation beginning to speak. And this revelation is what we're going to be ministering out of probably for at least the next six to eight weeks, because there's so much we're going to be unpacking. It's a new book. I practically wrote a book, just taking notes on this. But I, when I say book, I mean like it's like a heavenly scroll. <laughs> Did you catch it? <laughs> so, okay, yeah, I got this download. and Maybe I'm supposed to teach it. And it's a lamb speaking to me. You know, it's a prophetic thing. And it's a book. So he's previewing. He's planting the seeds to you. And probably by the end of his however many part series this is, he's going to be selling that book or pre-orders or something like that. So he's planting the seed for the book. But not only is this a book, it's like a heavenly scroll. Yes, you too can have that heavenly scroll for just $26.99. A heavenly scroll? The audacity. You know, when I... And, and, and it was the same thing. Like, whenever God is beginning to speak to me on a, a new subject, what happened is... How many of you remember the Arky series, right? That, yeah, you guys know about that. So, so I'll see in my Arky, like there's a there's libraries there, and so there'll be like an edition put on one of the libraries, and it'll just be like all these scrolls of stuff will come in. They'll be placed there. That's knowledge. And then as I go in, the it's like my spirit can read all of that, translate it to my soul, and I get the downloads. And hey, just so you know, I'm getting ahead of myself, but part of his teaching, and this is from previous series. You see, your spirit can go ahead of you. So no, no, no. It's not astral projection because it's just your spirit going. Your soul stays here. Yeah, go into the second heavens and you'll go through the portals. Well, portals are a good thing, he will explain in this very first case. But isn't it divine that he has his own library of heavenly scrolls and his spirit man goes in there and retrieves the knowledge. What knowledge is that? You might ask. Notice how he's using these words, archy. You know, we'll get to that later, probably in a part two, if you'll allow me to do it. But wasn't it God who said, don't eat of the knowledge of good and evil? that tree but his he sends out his spirit man to go read the knowledge and come back into his being it's like a heavenly transfer system i write it down it's like whoa boom 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 boom. i'm making all of the connections in the natural world so it's like a it's like automatic writing transference of heavenly knowledge through you know alignments and so instead of hidden knowledge it's heavenly knowledge you know Stuff that's not in the Bible because God forgot it, but he loves Dan so much. Dan, you're the only one who can do this. Please redeem all of creation, Dan. Yeah, I got the new edition. I got all this. 
and and we started reading the books and 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 then taking notes and so so that be that was how this, the the trip really started was this massive download which led to two powerful conferences and a new prayer resources which I call deliverance of land so so now I we have this tool where it's just like not not only can I go into a session right and get people delivered of artificial intelligence and fallen heavenly powers and bloodline stuff and so not only can he go in and get people delivered of artificial intelligence and this, and I can deliver this. God has given me all these gifts. Why you need to come to death. You know, synthetic genetics. Now we have this prayer that it's like whatever the land is in bondage to, we can actually minister as, as, as redemptive agents to the creation on behalf of land. So everywhere I went, we were delivering land. We were delivering land. I'm talking like from Satanism and sorcery and Freemasonic, uh, this stuff and all. And, and, and so we have this new resource that came out of it. And Okay, so he's delivering the land. And you've heard other people make these claims. I know you have. <laughs> Go and anoint the land. Take back the land for God. So if you deliver the land... Now, the land is just God's creation. The land is not really evil or not evil. I don't think the Lord, the land has a choice. Does it? I don't think it has a choice. But no one asks this question. If that land was delivered, then shouldn't what is standing on the land, which could be good or evil, not the land being good or evil, the land is dirt, but it's what's on top of the land that's good or evil. So is he claiming in any land that he's taken and he's delivered that evil can never walk on that land again? Oh, praise Dan. Praise Dan. You know, I'll just give you a little bit of a insight into some of the stuff that was going on. And we really did a lot of praying while we were in South Africa. Uh, we went first to Pretoria and, and, you know, I just want to give a shout out to all my South African friends that may be tapping into this. I love you guys. Can we give this, our, all of our South? We bride ministries is alive and well in South Africa. I, I, I tell you, I was blown away. You people in South Africa blew me away. I, I mean, I was like, you guys know me better than the folks in our home church. know me. I mean, this people coming up to me. I've been watching you since 2018. I'm like, it's 2018 over here. I mean, I, I was blown away. I was also blown away at the honor and the warm reception that you guys gave our, our family and our team. And I, I, I'm just very grateful. And so anyway, shout out to you guys, all of you, and a special shout out to Samuel, who's a coach on our platform, who really put a lot of labor into planning because he put together a lot, a lot also. I'm going to give a special shout out to Vera. Now, you guys don't know her, but she was part of the DID Coach Mentorship training program last year and is now in residency. But she did a, a whole conference at her olive farm in South Africa. And, and I, I was shocked because I walked into this place. I'm like, wow, your church is bigger than ours. It's <laughs> amazing. It was an amazing meeting, amazing worship. So powerful. So shout out and everybody else that I'm not naming by, by name. But we, we, we went from Pretoria area to a place called and I it's really Ermelo in you know Texas English but they say Ermelo over there so I had to practice that for a long time they were laughing at me 
Like Dan can't say it. Dan can't say. It. <laughs> so, so we got there, and and I and I'll tell you, you know, after Pretoria, which was actually relatively calm, it was like we drove into Ermelula, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is World War Three in the spirit. This was hectic, and so 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 this place uh, was a, was a location where. In 1991, Anton LaVey went and did a bunch of rituals. Like he went all the way to South Africa just to do rituals in this, this city. There, there are sorcery schools in this city. And what I mean by sorcery... And let me just say this here. The next alchemy video that I take on after I finish up with this guy has the Anton LaVey connection as well. Sorcery schools is like literally, it's just like school of sorcery. Notice how he's laughing, school of sorcery. <laughs> That's where I learned. It's called the Sangomo schools. Like, it's like right out there in the open. It's just a different world. It's a different world. And, uh, <laughs> and we actually met a few Sangomos while we were there. And I mean, you meet them. They're like, they kind of are like regular people-ish, but, you know, they're sorcerers. So, so within within i think 20 26 kilometers or something like that of ermelua they have seven i'm told seven rivers all have their sources in that spot so you have all these rivers flowing throughout S- south africa but they all have their source right in this one spot and it's it's like an off the beaten path area it's not like you would go there to vacation or even go there without a reason it's just it is a city and and so we went there for the spiritual significance of the region. And one of the cool stories, because we, we did a lot of prayer mapping. We discerned a lot. You had the Kabbalah tree there. You have the Yggdrasil tree there. There was a whole lot of cover. It was like a whole, it, it, it was like a whole forest in the astral plane that was just blocking the light. Everyone that goes into Ermelua, like ministers, pastors. I've never really walked the land and seen the Kabbalah tree, but that's interesting that the Kabbalah tree was there. Why would he say that? Interesting. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. Pastors, they lose their fire, relationships, break up, lack of unity. I mean, it's just, it, it's a pretty heavy. So this place is so heavily satanic that the normal man can't go there. He just said pastors go there. They lose their fire. You know, relationships fall apart. That's how cursed this land is. And I'm sure there are places on earth that are like that. Don't get me wrong. He can do it. Wait till you hear what he does when he gets there. This gets so spectacular. Dan, save us. Place, or it was in one of the, one of the, yeah, 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 it's, so one of the things that we did, we, we, we were able to discern a lot of this. I actually put up a podcast on this subject. So if you're on the podcast channel, Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall, you could hear some of this. I, I did give an extended version of the story. But we, I'll give you a, a snippet of what happened there. We, we actually went to this area called Brighton with one of the folks that was local to the region. They were like, a, a, you know, the birth and bloodline, they have rights there. Now, I don't know if he's a stutterer or if that's just happening because he's lying to you. I'll leave that up to you to decide. So anyways, he's going there with this local who has bloodline rights to the area, whatever that means. Actually, you know what? Seeing as I've had a blood transfusion, I'm covered with the blood of Jesus. 
does that mean I can go everywhere because the world is his already? And so we went there with the prayer team, and that was me and Samuel and Kendra and, and two ladies, Leone and, and Elna and, and, and then and Yella. And, and we, 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 we went to this area in Brighton where they had one of the river sources to pray in the area. And it was really interesting because, you know, it was like, it was, it was like a local village area. It was, you know, and, and so it wasn't like suburbs, like over here, it didn't look like Sentara. It looked more like, you know, shacks and different people living. And, and then we, we, we drive on this dirt road. It's not paved to the source of the river. And it literally looks like a pond, just like a hole in the ground. Because the river starts there and then goes underground for a long time and then comes out. And they had it gated because it was like sacred land there. So they put a gate, like a whole fence around it so you couldn't just go to the river source. And we, we, we pulled up in this van and where are we? It was like the middle of nowhere. And so we decided to you know, just go ahead and go at it. And, and so we began to pray and we started to discern all kinds of stuff right out the gate. There, was, there were human souls trapped in underground networks. There were dungeons and prisons associated with the source. So they could discern there's human souls trapped underground in networks. Far out, but okay. Let's keep listening to see what else happens to read that was going on all of this is in the spirit we had to pray into repentance on behalf of evil that had been done in the land the sorcery the bloodshed so we're just literally standing there with our feet on the ground shoes off just like running around in the name of g like just all these people just jump out of the van ah in the name of g like it was really it was really so these people in the village are like who are these crazy people and it was funny because as we were like going at it and just like, you know, yelling and shouting and doing that, there was a, there was a Sangomo, like one of these sorcerers that started walking, like, what the heck are these people doing? And then they just turn around and ran the other direction. This actually happened. And so, so, you know, we, we, as we continue to discern, there was this point where this fallen angel comes riding on a horse and <laughs> we just rebuked it. <laughs> this fallen angel just coming on and it's on a horse. Maybe one of the guys, the apocalypse, and he just rebuked it. It was gone. That was it. I rebuke you, fallen angel on a horse. Don't start the apocalypse now. I am Dan. As well. And, 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 you know, we're releasing spiritual weapons and all kinds of stuff cutting off. Releasing spiritual weapons. What could those be? Prayer? Or weapons coming out of the ground? Shooting them up like missiles. Boy, this sounds fantastic. Off tethers to the land in prayer. And we actually had a bit of a confrontation with, with Anton LaVey and his throne. And we were praying into that. And he had a confrontation with a dead guy and his throne. The throne was coming at them too. Not just dead Anton. Whoa undoing a lot of stuff in the spirit as well and this is where it really gets interesting as we i wonder if he was talking with anton oh he's praying against him i don't know is anton still haunting the earth because god didn't fulfill what he said he would you know when you die you go up you go down maybe i'm looking at this too simplistic we were dealing with that then 
Then one of the seers on our team. Okay, a seer on the team. And I believe there are people who see in the spirit. Don't hear anything I'm not saying. I think some people are way more in tune to seeing in the the spirit. But he's very occultic, so I just take note that he is with a seer. This gets wild. Team discerns like there's a dragon there. It's like they see these gemstones and it's like, no, it's they're in the tail of a dragon or something like that. So then we start going after the dragon in the name of Jesus and, you know, you cut off its head and stab it in the belly and do this. So for you listening, he's doing sword gestures right now. So he stabbed it in the belly. He cut off the head of this dragon. So all right, this is this is this is warfare mode, Dan and 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 team, Dan and team, right? We're, we're just doing this, but this is uh, we're just doing it. That's what we do. I, and tell me, Dan, did the dragon have scales or anything? Was it hard to get the blade through, or was it just like cutting up a little baby? How come the lack of detail? Ah, we just we took down a dragon. <laughs> it was a Monday. <laughs> nothing it was a monday you should see what we do on friday this is this is what happened after after we cut its belly open and cut off the head of the dragon and all this stuff in the spirit that samuel discerns that a key has been released like in the spirit a key and it was for the the person that was with us you know when you say so a key was released it was released in the spirit everything he's saying oh it's in the spirit it's in the spirit why is that important that he's saying that because there's no evidence but people in his congregation no give you money uh and yella who 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 had you know bloodline rights in the land and so so she was just like yes amen amen i was like you need to say it i received the key and she was like i received the key at that point several of the townsfolks actually they they came over they're like do you want to get in there we have the key like on cue, on cue, this happened. So, so they, they went and got the key as we're talking to them. And one of the people that came over was actually like a, a local pastor type guy. And, and then another person came over who happened to be a Sangomo sorcerer. And there were some other like people from the town. It's, it's really, it's different. It's different. They're like, we, we have different perspective in America, but this, so they, they, they actually got the key. They, oh, they went, they, she unlocked it and then they opened the gate for us. So we all walked into the sacred area and they tried to explain to us they're like, yeah, you know, when the people come in here, they give silver because this, this river source has a, a, a spirit that governs it. And, and, and she, she comes, it's a her, it was, and, and she comes out of the water. She wears like a head covering and she has this whatever. And, and, and she'll actually come out and talk to the people. She'll tell them if they're being too loud at night, like, you need to stop because you're going to wake my children up. Like, The spirit comes out of the water and tells the townspeople, hey, quiet down. My kids are trying to sleep under the water in the spirit. Get the ridiculousness of this man. You know, she'll tell them if they, if they need to clean the source of the river. Like, this is really, they believe, they not only believe, this is their experience. This thing is actually governed by a spirit. And that is what I would call a water elemental spirit, but we'll get to that in this series. But you know, like there, there's obviously a governance here. There's a defilement here, right? They're paying silver to the entity that is not, it's not redeemed in its 
application. And so we went in there and started praying over the river source and rebuking this and renouncing that, repenting for this. So I, I there's actually video, you know, you can see us like standing on top of like, <laughs> and then we had communion elements. We had like crackers and we had grape juice. So we're giving the land of crackers and pouring the. They're having communion with the land. Really? Think of when Jesus last supper and he talked about the seriousness of the cup. And he said, this is my bread. This is my body. When they ate the bread, this is my blood. This is the wine. But he's just throwing crackers and grape juice and having communion with the dirt. The grape juice in there. We're having communion with the land and the river source. And so the, so, so the locals are just. Oh, and the river source. Sorry, river source or spirit of the river source. I did not want to leave you behind. Am I speaking too loud? Standing there, you know, the pastor, the sorcerer, and then some other townsfolk. So everybody that's there watching us crazy people, they all get saved right on the spot. Everyone. Everybody got saved. Folks, I know I'm, I'm, I'm mocking this and maybe it, I'm being cruel and doing it, but I'm angry. I'm angry when I, you haven't even heard the teaching yet. And, and I'm probably not going to get to it because we're just about the end of the intro here. And that's enough. But I'm going to let you hear the end of the intro because we're almost finished. Including, including the sorcerer. Just, is, is it a different Jesus? I think so. I think he has a different Jesus because he goes so far against scripture. It's not the Jesus of the Bible. I want to make that clear. And then they renounced ancestral worship on the spot. So it was interesting because the, the pastor guy was actually translating for us. Like, it's like, well, you, you need to accept Jesus. You need to renounce this ancestral worship. And they just did. I mean, it was like, what kind of grace is it? So we gave them the communion too. It was, it was wild. It was wild. So we were doing land redemption work right there. And, you know, out of that, now, now, now they're looking at establishing a church there. Like, I just got news about that more recently. But I, I, I share all that to say this. This is the kind of stuff that was happening while we were on a trip. You know, God, I, I am an apostle planting a church. I'm not a pastor which means I'm looking for some, right? But anyway, so, so, but you know, the thing is God, God has callings for me. I won't be traveling for a while. I will say that I, I have other things to do, but, but we got to Cape town and we had to deal heavily with councils of female spirits. It was really heavy there. You know, it, a lot of gosh, it, it's really tough, but there, there, there was a, a disdain for fathers and men, but it's like an atmospheric thing. It produces a lot of homosexuality and even like a uh, shame for, for being a masculine male. So, you know, you have all of this, you, you have the feminism real heavy, which, which is heavy. So masculine men, I guess, have been chased out of Cape town. You're from South Africa. Let me know. Let me know if this makes any sense to you. Heavily tied to Lilith, which we were dealing with there. And, Oh, he was dealing with Lilith, Lilith, the divine feminine. He was dealing, ah, and it's a, you know, this heavy spirit over the town. It was Lilith, but ah, we dealt with her. Ah, what happened? Listen to this. Um, other things. It was, 
So, so we ended up having to do some territorial work there as well. Part of the conference was that. And I actually posted one of those to my podcast as well. So if you guys want to hear what we did the opening night of the conference in Cape Town, you, you can actually get that right, right on the podcast, Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Overall, God moved in powerful ways. And then when we went to Australia, God, God had already started giving people visitations on the subject of Antarctica. I've been joking with Todd Weatherly and, and shout out all of you Australia people. I really miss you guys. I love you. Like right here where, where it counts. You're, you're amazing. I, and, and it always, I always feel like they're my extended family. I really, and I'm saying that publicly, I feel like Thod field of dreams folks. And you guys are just amazing. And so, so I get there and, and the Lord is already giving people like visitations on Antarctica. I've been joking with Todd Weatherly for, for, for years. I'm like, we're going to do a cruise. And we're going to do ministry in Antarctica. One day we have to do territorial work there. The Lord was giving visitations to his team in Australia, visitations from Antarctica. So how do you know that? Did little spirit googly gooks fly from Antarctica and they were wearing the color of the flag of Antarctica, (laughs) you know, or they announced themselves, Hey, we're spirits from Antarctica. And we came here for you to rebuke us. So why would spirits from Antarctica go up to Australia? Just keep listening. I'm almost done. I promise. Well, we had to do some work this time around. It was crazy. Did you know that three of the closest points in the world to Antarctica are South America, South Africa, and South Australia? They all have the initials S.A., S-A-S-A-S-A. And so as we're talking about the subject of Antarctica work, we're sitting at a table the day I arrive, and there's a there's literally a pepper, like a jar of black pepper on the table or something like that. And and it's, it has a sticker on it that says choose SA. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. So that was getting mapped for like a week and a half. And I can't get into all of the things, but I, I will say that we ran into key concepts such like the ice isn't supposed to be there and that it's holding the earth out of alignment with godly time. Like time was like bound up with a sorcery that goes. So he ran into key concepts. The ice isn't supposed to be in Antarctica and Antarctica is binding the world off its access and throwing off space and time. Damn, how do you get such detailed? revelations what do we do about it goes on from that place of course you guys all know since you're bride tribers about the reptilian bases working with the fourth reich and all of that good stuff right it's happening there as well that's good stuff reptilian bases working with the fourth reich and all that good stuff well and access to hollow earth which we can you know okay so that's the old news but like we're 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 discerning this stuff and it's just like, wow, what, what, what are we supposed to do? We ended up doing some heavy duty uh, intercession for Antarctica the Wednesday of the last week that I was there after it was mapped for a while. And we went about that intercession by engaging with what I would call heavenly elementals and going after the, the energy field of the earth and prayer and all kinds of stuff. I'm still waiting to see what happens. Heavenly elementals and going after the energy field of the earth. Are you starting to see a little bit of a cult sneak in from all of that? But 
I'll tell you, it was, it, it was really interesting the way that opened up while I was there. And we, we had some amazing services, some amazing ministry. During the conference, we were able to do a corporate as an ecclesia deliverance of the land together for, for, yeah, we got to deliver the land. People aren't important. <laughs> no, no. People, they can make up their own mind. The land needs redeeming. He goes heavy on this, folks, in this teaching. For the, the Pleiades, which was worshipped by the original people groups in South Africa, like that was an original iniquity on the land. They worshipped the seven sisters. And so we were able to, un- like, literally as the ecclesia, as a governing body, like, renounce that on behalf of the land as well as the influence of something called the rainbow serpent, which we went after heavy. And, and, and for those that don't know about Australia, like the rainbow serpent is a big deal. This is a massive, massive territorial spirit and influence in the region. And, 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 and so that was very, very powerful. We were able to do that as a conference collective. And, and I'll tell you, I woke up the next day and I wasn't the only one. The whole city felt different. I mean, we, we drove for, for hours outside of, so in Australia, there's this heavy thing of seven female spirits, and we took them down, but then there's this massive one, the rainbow spirit. And Dan and the conference, we delivered Australia from it. Hey, I know a couple of you are from Australia. Let me know if, if all the sin is gone from the land because, you know, <laughs> these serpents are gone. You're safe now. Heaven really is on earth. We don't have to wait to go up. It's right here. Well, at least we're creating it before the Lord can come back. Because that's what he's going to teach you in being the manifest sons of God. Like that place where it's, it's, in, it's called Maylands. And, and it, it felt different the whole way. Even I, I'm telling you, it, it, was, it was just like, this is, this is change. Something has shifted. And so we're just giving God the glory. Like it wasn't. It's shifted. There's another NAR word. There's a shift. You're going to hear upgrade. You're going to hear this. You're going to hear that. You need to advance, increase, all opposite of what the Bible teaches. As I said, we haven't even gotten to the teaching. This is him just coming back into his church, telling where he's been the last six weeks. It's an amazing trip. It was an amazing trip. A special shout out to Todd and Rachel Weatherly. Daryl and Belinda Crawford Marshall, you know I love you guys. You're you're amazing, and and the whole team and staff there at FOD. I'm gonna invite you guys now that you have had your update. Actually, I'm gonna let this. And he does just a very quick pitch for money, but I want you to hear the announcements. They're only a minute or two. I think it's worthwhile. You've if you've been watching the video, you've seen this girl. Sit standing there in expectance of doing this for this entire time. So let's let her have her peace. And you're going to learn a little bit about the church as well. To sow. Because can I tell you something? The Lord is doing something amazing in the earth. And he is doing something amazing here at Bride. And thank you for all of you that continued to support us while I was gone. Wow. You guys are first class. Those of you online, those of you in the house. But we're going to go ahead and collect our offering at this time. and. Wes is going to have a bucket. If you guys have a check or cash that you would like to give, remembering right that he who sows abundantly will reap abundantly. The Lord is doing amazing things. 
We're getting ready to do this parking lot as soon as it dries. This building is getting shipped for the back. That is going to be an outreach. We, and, 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 and we're just going to keep building until the Lord says stop in Jesus' name. So thank you for your support. Here's our announcements. So he's going to keep building because thank you, even if the church isn't here, I own the buildings. But you know what? And I didn't play. I I started this at like minute four, four minutes and 50 seconds. But at one point in this video, he's talking about the field that is behind beside the church. He wants to put in a parking lot and, but it's flooded and it's, they had heavy rains a couple months ago and it's just not drying out. How come he can redeem this land all around the world that he can't dry his grass? Let's listen to the announcements. All right. Not going to even try. I'm just going to stand here. Um, let's do things a little out of order. So Children's Church, are you ready? Okay. You'll be going with Miss Mingley. And Miss Karen, so you guys can go ahead and be excused. And since that was the testimony, there will not be a testimony this week. But we do want to get you guys on some super important announcements, things that you don't want to miss. Okay, and Elizabeth will be back with us next week. So Sunday, April 2nd, our guest speaker, Adam Thompson, will be here. And he'll be leading the service, and he ministers in dreams, he demonstrates the prophetic, and he provides words of knowledge. So it's sure to be an incredible event. We will have an extended service to give ample time for ministry. And the demonstrations will only be in person, so you're going to want to be here. So he ministers in dreams and words of knowledge. So people are going to pay to come in and... This guy is going to tell you about your dreams and give you a word of knowledge. It's going to make you feel so good about God. So when he takes his offering and he gets rich, and, and by the way, this is how it works with these pastors, okay? Here's the gig. This guy comes into his church, gets built up, sucks extra money out because the people will tithe to the church regularly because they're taught to do so, but they'll give extra when someone else comes in. So this guy will come in, take money out of the church or out of the USA, wherever this guy's from. And then when Dan wants to go on vacation, he's going to go vacation where this guy lives and he's going to preach at his church and he's going to do something special for their audience. And you see, they get paid vacations and they suck money out of people with this false hope. And then, you know, people get this false dream False this, false that, uh, and does their life change? No. So they got to wait till the next time. Maybe next time he'll be right. People need hope, and they're not looking to the Lord. Let's just continue listening. Just a couple more minutes. Please bear with me. But in the goodness of Abba, we can learn so much by listening and watching the ministry of others. So for those online, please join us in support and community. Our upcoming intensives. The booking and information is live at intensive.bridemovement.com. Due to the popularity of these events, they generally sell out. So we recommend booking as soon as possible. There are limited spots. Daniel's deal mainly in activation, ministry knowledge. There's massive healing that happens just by being in the room. Just by being in the room, there's massive healing. And Dan's there activating people. Remember that term from two days ago on the show? activating. I didn't see that in the Bible. Did you? 
They're very cool. So these ones can also be attended remotely via Zoom. Okay. And Todd's intensives in July are also up for booking. These are limited to 25 in-person attendees. So do not wait. Okay. Limited spots are available for these as well. And we just had these and the healing and revelation that came from the two weekends was intense. So don't wait. So notice how there's always limited capacity. There's scarcity. It's a, you know what? Um, I was going to end it by actually, I'm going to play the line. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm just going to get you into the very beginning of his teaching and he's going to introduce it. And then I'm going to have some final words for you. I know that I could be, this is probably frustrating for you because it's frustrating for me. So this is him. He's actually about five minutes into the teaching at this point, And he says, this is what the thing is really about. So just listen to this. Uh, he calls it again, it's elementals creation and the sons of God elements creation and the sons of God. Transcendental meditation, this kind of stuff. These are not legitimate ways to engage the spirit world, but let me tell you what is the human spirit. The human spirit is the aspect of us that was designed to engage the spirit world as an agent of heaven. The soul is designed to operate in the body primarily, right? And, and the spirit and the soul are designed to work together on either side of the, we can call it a veil, right? The spirit of man is designed to do work on the spiritual side of the veil. And the soul of man is designed to work through the body on the physical side of the veil. So when we are properly aligned, we are navigating both realities simultaneously and effectively with fruit following. This is kingdom living. This is kingdom living operating on both sides of the veil. Folks, if you don't see the error in that statement, you need to read your Bible. Yes, we do operate in the spiritual, but the Holy Spirit lives in us. And we don't go up into the heavenlies as he's claiming. He's telling you right there that your spirit man goes across the veil and it communicates back and your spirit man goes and does this work in the second heavens. That's what he's talking about. And he, and he's going to pervert scriptures to prove it. He's going to pervert it. And I'm going to show you what the gig is folks. We pray to the Lord. And if we don't have the words exactly right, the Holy spirit will make an utterance for us. Jesus is large and in charge. Jesus and his angels will battle on behalf of us, but we don't tell them what to do. We don't dispatch angels, which is part of this teaching, which is part of the I am God teaching. That's where this goes. And it goes into alchemy, which is the transmutation of what they're selling is you will become a son of God. And what he's selling is essentially not only, you know, he's probably already <coughs> done that gig before. So now he's put a multiplier on it. You can control the water. You can control the air. 
the wind. It's at your command. Honestly, you will be the manifest son of God. Hey, if you can bear with me for a couple more minutes, what I would like to do is I'm going to read the post that drew me to this video. Yeah, like I've heard the name before, and I know a lot of the people in this community have followed this man. That's why I've got to do it, and this is why I'm so upset. I've heard people read and quote his prayers and stuff like that and use them. So he's having an effect, and it's come into, into our house. So what I'm thinking I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the note that got me the post that was on Telegram, and it gives you kind of a good insight onto where this goes. Then you can tell me if you want me to go through the teaching and tell you all the little tricks he's doing, all the heresy. When he quotes a verse, I'll actually read the verse to you in context. If you want me to continue on that, or if you've just had enough with Dan, say, just enough with Dan, but you got to leave me a comment. You want more? I'll do this, and then I'm going to go to the next one. I'm called to do this, folks, so I'm going to do it. If you tune me out because you don't like it, I hope you'll come back. Let me read this to you. Dan Duval and the Bride Ministries. Is it gnarly? Question mark. I came across some of the recent teachings and I was absolutely mind blown at what he was teaching. It is very dangerous and alluring as occultic knowledge is. Uh, that's my words. Uh, there's an alluring thing. That's why you guys follow these people who are teaching hidden knowledge and the hidden secrets. Instead of going to the Word of God, listen and find out more about baby killing. Sorry, I'm going to get back to the note. It is very alluring. The more I researched, I feel he is using his ministry to gain secret knowledge from those he is trying to help and heal from the occult and turn it around and reword it. She is spot on there. He rewords it. That's very key. And what is the word? <laughs> he rewords it to teach it as scriptural, but it is actually very much occult New Age teaching. Yes, they will teach you a lot of truth mixed lies and deception and try to make scripture fit the narrative. It's exactly what he's doing. The topic Dan is teaching on and is said in this video was downloaded to him is elementals and alchemy, teaching on elements, creation, and the sons of God, quoting Dan's own words from the video of his church, see below that is shared. Dan says, this is in quotes, the subject of elementals is not necessarily comfortable for the body of Christ because of our belief system. They think Christians should have no business in the spirit world. I go into the spirit in language a Christian scuffs off. The only people that go into the spirit are the sorcerers and witches, and those people who do a lot of drugs. They Christians really push against it. Notice he says they Christians really push against it. A taboo term they don't like is portals. He goes on to explain Jesus is a portal, the door, the only way into his kingdom. So we don't just go to heaven when we die. Now we are in heaven the moment we got saved. 
elemental, we get more in touch with the supernatural and the spiritual aspect of our purpose as children of God. Literally, it is called elementals. This is a quote, this quoting him, creation and the sons of God. As we come into a higher understanding of revelation and what we are here to do. So he's telling you, no, you are here to do this. You got to catch it. Our person, our identity, our mandate. No, it's not just what I'm telling you. It's God has mandated it. A mandate, that's marching orders, Christian. I'm so... (laughs) Our identity, our mandate, we are being thrust into realms and new language and definitions. We are being forced to face the reality of what exists in the spirit realm. Define it. And according to the revelation of Jesus Christ, not the occult, (laughs) and defiled perspectives, how the spirit realm functions and then engage through the legitimate gates. Don't go through the bad portal. Go through the good portal. He goes on to say, uh, you know what, she goes into so much detail here. I think you get the idea. Should I continue with Dan? Or move on to the next one. I'll actually listen to you. Because unlike this man, I care for you. And I want you to not fall into these traps and the very deceptive techniques that these people use. Can I just make fun of it for one second in closing? (laughs) Not sure how I'm going to do this, but... Oh, just do it the way he did. You know, this is a listener-supported station. I really am supported by you. And uh, if you so greatly into it, you will reap greatly. <laughs> I never say that, folks. In fact, I always say, anyone who's, who does the patron thing, I don't do anything special for you. Because I don't want your reward to be from me. If you contribute to this, to, to me, essentially, the ministry is me. I don't, I don't pay off the, uh, the admins. If you help support me, if you think there's value in it, then I pray that that's between you and God. I don't go out of my way. I don't, I don't even really know who supports me and who doesn't because I don't want to play favorites. When I've done a special offering, I've got to see who people are, and sometimes I call them and stuff like that. Because it's naturally inclined to to do stuff like that. But I really don't want to know. And I don't want me to be your reward. I want God to reward you. So make it between you and God. If you would prayerfully consider supporting this ministry. Thank you for being here. I apologize. This one might have been rough for you to sit through. And I probably had an arrogant tone. It was really just, this is how I, I deal with frustration. I maybe mock it and makes me feel better. But this is, this is hard stuff to, to listen to because it's so deceptive. And, and it's the little words, the little seeds they plant. I'm telling you, God forgive them. Pray they, ret- they repent. They repent. Things will be good. But I really, well, I know this is a path to hell. He's going to lead people 
the elect, you got to remember the devil already has the rest of the world. So the devil uses his minions and he baits them with lots of money, usually, and the comforts and the fame. And they lead into his new age deception, which will get people to take the mark. It's one of the things he talks about is the financial system that's coming. He just makes a quick remark. He says, oh, God showed me. God's bringing in his financial system. He goes, I can promise you that's on the prophetic timeline. If you read the Bible, God says a financial system is going to come in where you cannot buy or sell unless you take the mark. See how I can say he's leading people to the mark? And if he's leading people to leave their bodies because he's changed the words to make it sound more Christian, you'll fight in the second heavens. He's leading people into witchcraft. If you're born again and you start doing witchcraft, he's leading you to destruction. God bless each and every one of you. And remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself. Make a difference in your community by getting your neighbors away from these fires that are prevalent everywhere. Get them out of there.